Good evening to you, Emily. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us. So 56% would say to me, um, one and a half of every woman then faces violence uh, in taxis or using taxis. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, we, we would say so. I mean, I think I need to stress, you know, this, this wasn't a, um, a very um, detailed scientific piece of research. It was more about taking a a kind of snapshot of women's day-to-day realities of using public transport. We've mm. done the survey on taxis and on trains, in fact. What and do they define think, as violence, um, or what do you define as violence in that survey? Well, I think that's a really interesting question, because I think one of the questions is how do different people define violence? Because I think when you have um, an event like you've had on Sunday, it, it, uh, it shakes everyone up. It's very shocking. It draws a lot of attention. And, and rightly so, because it is it is very shocking. But it's also just the tip of the iceberg of the kind of day-to-day forms of violence that women face on taxis. The, so there's physical violence, there's levels of sexual violence, but there's also just the, the violence of constant sexual harassment, you know, constantly being whistled at or touched or, you know, having comments made about you. That's all kind of forms of violence. And... And when you speak to women, that's the kind of violence they experience on a day-to-day basis. And it's the kind of violence that creates the context in which these very vicious attacks um, then um, take place. So I do think it's really important to note that that violence isn't just when someone is raped. Violence is the day-to-day experience of harassment and discrimination and there's also some sort of acceptance at some level that this is what happens so if you complain about it it's like nobody really pays attention to you yeah absolutely and it's i mean it's literally in some ways a captive audience if you have to travel to work if you have to travel to school or to university you don't have the option really to choose not to to take the public transport and the 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 people who run the system know that so um, you know, your, your choices are limited um, in, in that sense. And so um, you have very little scope to really push back. You, one of the things that many women said to us is that they just don't even notice really anymore. It's just become so normalized in their lives um, that they, they, they just don't even think about it. They just they have to get to work, so they just close their minds to it and they, and they, and they get to work. And that's a, a really, I think unfortunate situation when I suppose a certain low level of violence becomes so normalized that you almost just don't even engage with it anymore, you know? Mm. So what can be done about it in terms of uh, creating safe spaces for women, especially in you know, largely populated areas like taxi ranks or even within taxis, do any of them say what will help them feel safer and less violated? Yeah, so we got some really interesting uh, feedback from people. I think obviously there's two levels to this. There's something that's very deep, and that's about entrenched systems of patriarchy and pandemic levels of sexual violence generally in our society that we're not going to solve in a short period of time. But there are also some very practical things. So many women said to us, not, not even when you're on the taxis, but just when you're in the ranks, they're often very dark. There's not a lot of lighting. There's very little signage. So if you don't know that rank well, you're reliant on the marshals to tell you where to go, which, again, gives them enormous power. So there are things that we could do 
that would be just very immediate, that would make the space safer for women. And, and I don't think it's particularly difficult to find out what those are, because if you, if you speak to women in those spaces, they can immediately tell you what would make those spaces feel safer. And often it is just about lightness, cleanness, the presence of, you know, some visible security, you know, good signage so that people don't get lost. Beyond that, I mean, obviously one of the ideas that's always mooted is, is perhaps women-only taxis, um, taxis driven by women. Um, and I think that's certainly um, something that could be explored. So, so yeah, I think there's two levels here. There's, the, there's the, the very deep level of what we need to do to transform a society in which sexual violence is so normalized. And then there's the very immediate of how can we make women's day-to-day experience of public transport better and safer.